Happy Victory Monday, Bills Mafia. Welcome to the Bills Podcast. Today we're going to go over a recap of all the games, stats, scores, and standing news. The Bills game, uh, Josh Allen and his MVP campaign. We'll discuss the entire offense as a whole, how the defense looked, uh, Josh Norman, and also the Monday night games that took place last night. All that and more next on the Bills Podcast. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the Bills Podcast. I'm your host, Justice Rafford. I am an avid Bills fan. I've been a Bills fan for over 20 years now, uh, which is kind of weird to say because I'm only 25, so to do anything for 20 years is pretty wild, but I've been a Bills fan for over 20 years now, and so, uh, yeah, um, you know, we want to get started here in week four with the matchup versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I want to go over, you know, every game this week, but, um, you know, obviously we want to start out with <laughs> the home team, you know, and, and who, who we're all here to talk about, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Buffalo Bills beat the Las Vegas Raiders 30-23, to and it was a pretty good game. Um, the Raiders... Raiders, you know, they kept up. It, it didn't really seem like they were going to ever win the game. But, you know, they, they did keep up. Um, Josh Allen had 288 yards, two touchdowns um, on way to making his MVP season look even better. Uh, Devin Singletary, he didn't have a great game. 55 yards on 3.1 a carry. But he did have that touchdown in uh, the fourth quarter, I believe it was. Um Isaiah McKenzie had two huge runs. Uh, one was for a first down. Uh, Stephon Diggs, six receptions, 115 yards on seven targets. John Brown, four receptions for 42 yards. Uh, Cole Beasley had the touchdown. Gabe Davis had a touchdown. Uh, Gabe Davis is, wow. Talk about talk about a rookie sensation. That man is a fourth-round pick. He's uh doing everything that they're asking of him and he's making a name for himself in the NFL and there are veteran Bills players who have been on this team have made uh, noise and don't get national recognition so for him a fourth round pick to come in and be a rookie and do it is, is pretty impressive in my opinion um, defense 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 well no first let's talk about the offense the offense is so good this year guys I think that anybody here who has been a Bills fan for even two, three years, let alone 20 years, you know, you guys can attest to us never having uh, a resemblance of a competent passing attack. Um, I think probably the most production we got out of a quarterback in the last 20 years was Brian Fitzpatrick. And we know how you know, just up and down he can be. He's a, he's a roller coaster ride himself. People say Josh is a roller coaster ride, but Josh, you know, you you can you can call his plays turnover worthy plays, but outside of the fumbles, he doesn't turn the ball over. You know, he sometimes uh, will 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 definitely let the ball. Uh, he will it will not be secure in his hands you know but um he's he's big and strong and i'm i think he he thinks he knows what he's doing so it's not really a big deal to him um that's something that he's always done since college and it's kind of one of those things he needs to fix but he's playing like an mvp an elite quarterback right now so if it ain't broke um <laughs> don't try to fix it but at the same time he 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 doesn't create a lot of turnover worthy play or i'm sorry if you ask some people, they might say he does, but uh, you they say he plays backyard football and that he's, you know, this wild card who's going to do something that you don't expect. But when he does those things, it's to win the game. You know, he's trying to make a play. You know, he's not trying to force any. Well, he, he may try to force things, but like he's not trying to force the ball through a tight window in triple coverage or something like that. that other quarterbacks might do. He might shovel the urge throw a shovel pass and, you know, try to make a bigger play than, than what originally, uh, you know, happened. And, um, he, he tries to go for the home run a lot, 
And I, I can't I can't get mad at that because we've had so many quarterbacks who didn't who didn't try at all. You know, Trent at um, Bills fans, you you guys can feel me in this one. Tentative Trent Edwards, uh, he just always he was like Derek Carr for our franchise, just Deacon and Duncan every single time he touches the ball, and you know, to get a quarterback who can throw it deep is willing to throw it deep. And then can also use his legs so that he doesn't have to throw it deep if he doesn't want to. He's the entire package. And I've been saying this for I've been saying this for about a year and a half now, maybe a little over a year and a half because we're in week four. Um, I've been saying that Josh could be a superstar one day that he if he he has all the tools, he has the arm, he has the speed, he has the strength, he has the power, he has the uh the mental the you know the mentality um to to be great he he will always wants to get better he always wants to you know help his team make a big play uh first two years were a little erratic but he didn't have any help around him and nobody really seemed to give him the benefit of the doubt for that you know kind of like with us he they're doing a Sam Darnold now you know they're like oh he has nobody around him Take a look at rookie Josh Allen. He was throwing to Kelvin Benjamin, who I don't even think is in the league anymore, and, like, Zay Jones, who was, like, a third, fourth-string receiver on the Raiders this past weekend. And he only got a lot of playing playing time because both of their rookie wide receivers were injured. So, you know, you want to you wanna criticize Josh? Well, you need to look at his situation. Uh, he didn't have a ton of help. Um, uh, LaShawn McCoy was back there his first year, I believe. And then the next year, you know, of course, Devin Singletary has been probably the reason Josh was able to <laughs> improve it all. Like last year, Devin Singletary and John Brown, Cole Beasley definitely helped him out. Um, not to the point where we were a good offense, but to the point where Josh was able to improve. Uh, this year, he was able to improve. I don't even think it's dramatically, honestly. I think he's just more calm in the pocket. Uh, he knows where to go with the football now. He trusts his wide receivers now. Uh, I don't think that he didn't or he couldn't do all this, you know, well, maybe his rookie year was a little iffy, but I don't think he couldn't do all this last year. I think he just was, you know, a little timid. And this year he is full go, guns blazing. Uh, it's it's a treat to watch, honestly. Um, I just want to get into a couple of stats. You know, I, I don't think anybody would ever – you know, if you if you take a look at the national media, nobody nobody believed Josh could do it. After the first two, after the first week when he you know had a great game versus Miami, they said, "Well, it's Miami," or I'm sorry, it was the, it was the Jets. And then they said, "Well, it's the Jets," and then they said, "Well, it's Miami," and then they said, "All right, he beat the Rams, good team." Then they said, "Well, it's the Jets, the Rams, Miami, and the Raiders." Like apparently now this the uh you know the teams aren't good enough even though they're projecting the Raiders to be a playoff team my uh LA is a NFC contender and I personally think that Miami is better than people give them credit for Ryan Fitzpatrick I mean he he's balling like I, I know that he doesn't have a great reputation and I know that there's a first round pick sitting behind him that people want to see play but if you isolate Ryan Fitzpatrick gameplay with what he has around him like you would Sam Darnold you will say that Ryan Fitzpatrick is not playing awful uh the games where he has zero touchdowns and multiple picks is a little yeah that's Ryan Fitzpatrick for you but uh he's not playing awful he he doesn't have a ton of help around him but the the Dolphins I think are better than people give him credit for Actually, he does have some some talent around him, but like I said, they're they're better than people give him credit for. Anyway, I kind of want to get into these stats. Josh is uh first in the league, second in the league, excuse me, in passing yards. He's the <laughs> Dak has about three three hundred yards on him. Uh, but that's because Dak just you know his, his garbage time stats when his team is down by however many points, he's able to just sling the, the rock around the field. Uh, so. Yeah, it's not really. <laughs> uh, to quarterbacks that qualify, Josh Allen is second in yards per attempt, um, which he I think he was I believe he was uh I think he was that last year as well. 
Um, could be wrong. I think he was close last year, if not, you know, taking in attempts. Um, this year, or yards per attempt, excuse me, he, he does like to throw the ball along. Uh, this year, he is a 71% completion passer. Previous years, he was sub-60, and people say that's something you can't fix. Well, he fixed it, ladies and gentlemen. And honestly, people called him inaccurate, but that's just because they simply didn't watch him play. You know, he he didn't get all the easy screens and, you know, dump off passes that a Drew Brees gets or, you know, somebody like that who's considered more... Um, more accurate, you know, Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't get the he excuse me, he didn't get the wide open wide receivers and screen passes, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. That's how those guys, you know, completion percentages is able to get up there because they have lots of offensive coordinators and play callers who are able to maximize their talent, the talent around them, and get the ball out of their hands quickly. Now we have, you know, Dayball who who finally figured it out. Uh, Josh is able to do all those things that elite quarterbacks are able to do. Um, only a few quarterbacks in the league have not thrown an interception. Josh Josh has thrown 12 touchdowns. The most is 16 by Russ. Rodgers is 13. Josh has 12. Patrick Mahomes has 11. Tom Brady has 11. There are five quarterbacks in the NFL who have more than 10 who have 10 or more passing touchdowns. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and Josh Allen. I know nobody expected that, but it's the truth. Ooh, buddy. Carson Wentz is seven picks. That's kind of crazy. Um, interceptions. Obviously, we all know that... Uh, Josh has an interception on his resume this year. However, it was not an interception. It was like a caught pass that they just for some reason called an interception. Uh, for those who qualify, Josh is also third in the league in quarterback rating. He has three rushing touchdowns. Like this, this kid is playing out of his mind, and 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 people need to stop uh, looking for reasons to. Uh, discredit him, you know, just, just give him his flowers, man, like, like, this first, his rookie year, everybody in Buffalo was screaming at you, look, this kid has potential, he does, and nobody wanted to listen, everybody was like, well, it's Buffalo, you know, who cares, it's Buffalo, they're gonna go 1-15, in 15. it's Buffalo, second year, we tried to tell y'all, hey, we got something brewing over here, something special is happening, what did the critics say, well, they didn't play anybody this year, <laughs> the whole year, <laughs> the entire year, uh, they they discredited the the teams we beat. I've never seen that happen before in 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 my football experience. And I used to pay a ton of attendance to the rest of the NFL because the Bills were so bad. So I became like a football fan as well, not just a Bills fan. I have never in my life heard people criticize a team. Because of the schedule they faced. You don't have any control over your schedule. <laughs> and and you know it's crazy? Like like any other quarterback, they would say, Oh, this this kid is great. You know, the only teams he lost to was the Patriots, the the, the Ravens, um, you know, the the juggernaut teams, right? But us or Josh, it's like well, he hasn't beaten anyone. So it's completely the opposite. Like, people just look for reasons to, to discredit him. You know, it's, it's pretty exhausting, honestly. And um, I, I I really wouldn't care, usually. The only reason that I, you know, I care about it so much is because the MVP is a, it, it's a popularity contest. It's about who has the best story or the best narrative and, you know, Russ has never had an MVP vote in his career and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, they want to give it to him and they want to just discredit anything possible that doesn't line up with that. And it's it's um, it's disappointing. Very, very disappointing. I must admit it is. 
Um, I like Josh. I think that he should be first in MVP consideration because Russ threw a, a red zone pick this week in Miami that people would have absolutely killed him for. Killed Josh for, excuse me. Josh doesn't throw, he doesn't make red zone turnovers. I don't think he has a single one in his career. And if he does, it's a fumble. He doesn't, he hasn't thrown interceptions in the red zone. You know, he doesn't do that. He's very efficient in the red zone. He has been for his entire career. And he's just improving on it this year. Um, Russ didn't do great versus a team who they said that the Bills were, you know, they didn't give credit for the Bills for beating Miami. He said that, oh, it's just Miami. You know, nobody cares. Well, just Miami, you know, rushed through for 360, two touchdowns and a pick. Okay, so are we going to, you know, discredit Russ now because he played just Miami? And they almost lost that game, honestly. A lot of his stats were, you know, in the fourth quarter to, to put the game away. Miami pretty much held them in check. I think it was like 17-15 at the start of the fourth quarter. So, uh, yeah, it just doesn't make very much sense to me. You, you know, you're, you're playing a, a biased game, and you're not really, you know, playing fair. And especially the NFL analysts and, and media members and, you know, the gatekeepers, you know, for, for you guys to, to be biased and, you know, things like that about certain players, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, it's, it's, it just doesn't make sense. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Josh has been balling. Shout out to Josh. Um, you want to talk about the Bills game overall? Great game. Absolutely great game. Uh, the Bills won 32-23, like I mentioned before. Uh, our defense was not great. I don't know, man. Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds were injured, and and I'm hoping, like, I'm hoping that that's the reason, you know. Uh, this, this defense was dominant last year, and I'm hoping that, you know, they're just uh, trying, trying to get healthy. Because um, they haven't been playing well, uh, Derek Carr threw for three eleven, which I don't think we had very many three hundred yard passes passers on us last year. And this year we've got Pitt, Fitz did it, Derek Carr has done it. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jared Goff did it. I know Sam didn't do it. Sam Darnold can't do that, or he didn't do that against us at least. But uh, I think three to four quarterbacks we played this year is thrown for three hundred yards plus. And that's just unacceptable, especially from uh, a perceived number one defense who was supposed to be at the very least top five. I thought that the defense where it was going to be the one to carry us, but really it's, it's, it's the offense now. Offense carries us, defense kind of, I mean, they, they definitely stepped up yesterday. Um, I mean, yeah, they, they only held the Raiders to 16 points uh, through the fourth quarter. So, I mean, but they didn't stop them. Like, the entire game didn't stop them until the second half when they forced some turnovers. It was like, can we get anything? Like, we need some turnovers. Uh, Shout-out to Josh Norman. Uh, So far, that signing has worked out. He was on IR for the first three weeks. Came back yesterday immediately, um, you know, made big plays. He forced a fumble on Darren Waller, uh, then recovered it. And that was a big play for us. That was huge. We needed that. We needed uh we needed it very much. Uh Quentin Jefferson had a strip sack as well. Um and I believe Ed Oliver had a sack for a turnover on downs. I don't think that comes as a turnover, but worth mentioning. So uh shout out to Ed Oliver. <sighs> Man, uh Darren Waller, but we, we knew Darren Waller was like that. Nine catches for eighty eight yards. Hunter went throw. Nelson Aguilar really only had like the one he did beat uh, Jordan Poyer for a touchdown. Was it Jordan Poyer? He beat our safeties for a touchdown. And it, thank God, was called back due to an illegal formation. But uh, I've never seen our safeties give up a touchdown like that. That was very wild. Uh, so, yeah. They, our defense needs to step up. That's pretty much 
the gist of it. Um, this defense needs to step up. If the defense can play to the, uh, you know, the standard that all offense is is displaying, we are a Super Bowl team. We're we're a Super Bowl like we're the best team in the league, bar none. If our defense could play how uh, they've been playing the last two years versus our offense playing how they've been playing the first quarter of this year, and and we could f- actually bring it all together for you know, <laughs> the the sky's the limit. The Raiders had more total yards than us. They almost had 400 yards, 380, 83 yards. Um, yeah. It, it, it was a game that wasn't... It was enjoyable, definitely, watching Josh just, you know, dime everybody up the way he did. He had a great pass to John Brown on the goal line. Throw it a year, in my opinion. Probably one of the best throws of his young career. Um, he had a, a dime to Cole Beasley that was a little dangerous, but Cole held on to the ball. He had a dime to Gabe Davis. A couple dimes to Stefan Diggs, who went up with the strong hands and absolutely just mossed the Raiders defender. Um, great game. Absolutely. Our offense is clicking on all cylinders. Devin Singletary looks very good. He doesn't really get a lot of opportunities to show what he can do. But when he does get an opportunity, oh, he he goes. He does it. You know, he, he shows what he can do for sure. Um, it's very, very, very encouraging to watch. Uh, I think anybody who's a Bills fan can look at this offense and be excited about it. You know, you, you've never had an offense like this unless you were, you know, blessed and old enough to see the, the Jim Kelly days. But I'm only 25. <laughs> so... I, I didn't see any of that, and and even if I was alive for it, I couldn't understand it. You know, when I when I started watching football, and started being able to understand it, we had Drew Bledsoe. I mean, at the time, you know, I don't think anybody was like super excited about him because we didn't know we would have twenty years coming up of absolute absolute mediocrity. Um, but you know we we were we were cool with Drew, but he turned out to be one of the better QBs we had during that span, which doesn't say very much, um, because he wasn't very good. Um, but he was one of the true actual QBs we had, and he did more for us than most people did. I think that uh, over that Tyrod probably did more for us than anybody else. But you know it is what it is. Anyway. Uh, Back to what I was saying, you know, this we have an offense now, and it's just it's amazing to watch. It's amazing to see. Very, very, very proud. Uh, Tyler Croft, you have been balling, sir. I thought Dawson Knox was next up. I thought he was going to be like a dominant, dominant Gronk or Greg, a George Kittle type of guy. Um, he hasn't so far. I'm just gonna. Be honest and come on. See, he hasn't been that so far. Uh, he fumbles a ton. He drops a lot of balls. He, his potential is through the roof. It, it's really bizarre. It's kind of like Josh. Josh in his first, you know, couple seasons. It's like your potential is through the roof. We've seen you do things that just make us like drop our jaws. But you are costing us, you know, overall, you know, with 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 the mistakes that you make, and. Josh cleaned it up so far. Uh, I, don't, I don't see any reason that Dawson can't. But in the meantime, Tyler Croft has been coming in and straight balling. His couple touchdown catches. Uh, I know he had the, the touchdown catch last week, the game winner uh, over the Rams. Great, great production by, by Tyler Croft. I can't ask for very much more, especially from a guy who didn't think he was supposed to be starting or, you know what I mean? Uh, it came from Cincinnati. Uh, we had a ton of tight ends and, and he, he, he earned his spot. He earned, he earned everything that's coming to him right now. So, um, yeah, shout out to Bill's offense, Bill's defense, step it up. Uh, Bill's special teams, uh, they're pretty good. I do want to Tyler Bass, you got to make your kicks, bro. You have to, like, you have to, have to, have to. It is imperative. Because these, these are 
these are game deciding plays. If you if Tyler Bass can't make his can't can't make his kicks, we we lose a, a close game this year somewhere down the line. But my dad was just telling me about it. He he says he thinks we're gonna lose the KC game on the foot of Tyler Bass. And I wouldn't be surprised. You need to make your kicks. This is why you're in the league. You have one job. You need to make your kicks. But uh, despite the one extra point missed, I, I believe he was perfect last year, last week. Um, and he only had one miss today. Um, but overall, fine. Fine effort. I, I want to see you make all your kicks, especially when you don't have anything over 50 yards on the ledger. You, you need to come out with, with that kick or perfect from perfect from the stat line or, you know, maybe if there's like seven kicks or something in the game, maybe six to seven, I can see that. But like anything under 50, you, you need to be automatic. It has to be it. It's, you know, this is your job. You only have one job kick. So, you know, we need to fix that. Um, I do want to go over the standings as well for you guys. Um, Buffalo Bills first in the AFC East, of course. This uh, record, excuse me, of four and zero. We're gonna get into the Monday night games, uh, but before the, we do that, I do want to mention that the Patriots are two and two. Uh, the Dolphins are one and three, and the Jets are zero and four. So you know we kind of have a pretty comfortable lead right now. Um, outside of the Chiefs, we probably look like one of the better division leaders uh, so far this year. Everybody else seems to be in the AFC at least. It seems to be a close race to some capacity. Uh, us and the Chiefs are far ahead of our competition. Uh, both second place teams in the AFC West and the AFC East are both two and two Raiders and the Patriots respectively. Uh, so speaking of the Patriots and the Chiefs, let's get into Monday Night Football or accidental Monday Night Football. Uh, Cameron Newton of the New England Patriots tested positive for COVID last week, and they were supposed to postpone the game. Um, obviously, Cam could not play. Honestly, I wanted them to play. I wanted to see what the, the Patriots team could do versus the Chiefs. Uh, their defense, they kept the Chiefs in check, man. Uh, Chiefs only scored 26 points, and they had half of their points in the fourth quarter alone. Um, Brian Hoyer literally, 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 quite literally left 10 points on the board to the point where they could have been leading at some point during this game or at least been tied. And there was a, he was down in the red zone. He had the ability to score a touchdown, didn't score a touchdown. He ended up fumbling. There was another one where it was right before half. You know, you want to take a play into the end zone or throw it out of bounds or throw it down just so you keep time on the clock. Takes a sack. Half expires. You don't get three points. He got up trying to call a timeout for whatever reason. Didn't work, obviously. Uh, he even got pulled today for, for Jared Stidham. Uh, so it was it was a bad game overall. Jared Stidham was 5 for 13 for 60 yards. One touchdown and a pick. Two picks, excuse me. So the Patriots together throw three picks this, this week. It wasn't a good game for them. And despite it not being a good game for the quarterbacks, they still were in the game the whole time. That's scary to me as a Bills fan. Because if you can if you contain the Kansas City offense, you know, we've only been good for four games. So I just I'm not really sure where we're at right now to the point if we could like beat the cheat the the uh Patriots. They're they're secondary. But I I guess we'll 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 have to wait and see. Though the one good thing about Josh over Patrick Mahomes is that Josh can can run the ball as well. So Maybe he can make something happen with his feet. Uh, like I said, we'll see. Kai Edwards Hilaire, four yards per carry, 64 yards. Um, nothing special. Travis Kelsey had three receptions for 70 yards. That three receptions tells you a lot. Uh, that tells you a lot. They 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 obviously uh, took him away on purpose. 
uh, Tyreek Hill had oh, bad. I almost, I almost say it was a drop. I think that Pat did overthrow him. But, man, if they could have connected on that, that would have been big. And, and, and Tyreek would have had, instead of 64 yards, he probably would have had about 150, 140, two touchdowns on five receptions. So, uh, you, you win some, you lose some. Uh <laughs> Overall, the game wasn't very entertaining. It was a, it was a defensive struggle. Like for instance, the the Patriots ran the ball all down the throats of the Kansas City Chiefs. Damian Harris had seventeen carries for hundred yards. Rex Burkhead had eleven carries for forty five yards. James White even got in on the final with three carries for twenty one yards. They rushed for, excuse me, they rushed for one hundred eighty five yards as a team. You know they they had more total passing total yards than the Kansas City Chiefs did yesterday. They, they they were in the game. Just they did, couldn't get quarterback play, and that that's really what it came down to. They they couldn't get quarterback play. Uh, Cam wasn't there. Cam Cam wasn't there, and honestly, guys, I don't know what the rest of the NFL was thinking by not signing Cam, but if they didn't have Cam this year, they would have been in trouble. They're two and two now. They don't have Cam, the way Brian Hoyer and Jerry Stidham play. Now, of course, that is the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Uh, typically, there aren't very many defenses as good as them this year, especially. Uh, but they could easily be 0-4, 1-3. Oh, no. So, uh, Patriots fans are hoping that Cam never injured again. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, Wow, I, I can't believe they only scored ten points. They literally left ten points on the board, so it should have been at least twenty to twenty six, at the very least. Brian, uh, Jared Stidham threw two picks, and it should have been three, but there was a pass interference call. Uh, also, you know, I mentioned earlier that Josh has a pick that's not really a pick; it's a phantom pick versus the Rams last year that really shouldn't have counted the rest literally gave him a pick for no reason at all uh they took one away from pat today yesterday excuse me they told him he he i'm sorry he they he uh got hit in the pocket I'm, i can't i can't remember by who right now um he got hit in the pocket ball came out of his hands and the defender, the defender for the Patriots picked the ball up, scooped the ball up, caught the ball before it even hit the ground and started running. So they call the play dead. So we're thinking, like, why would you call the play dead? He was still running like he could have scored or something. And then all of a sudden you look up and the, the Chiefs are punting the ball. Now, anybody in the world and their mama who sees this could see that it was the it was a fumble. And if not a fumble, at the very least, an interception. Patrick Mahomes is not down. Uh, it looked like the ball came out before his arms started moving forward. So I personally would have called it a fumble, but in either case, they didn't call it anything. And uh, Chiefs pumped the ball, and Patriots don't get very good field position that they should have had. Um, and you got to be better than that, referees. Like, you have to. That's not acceptable. There's been some 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 calls this year that have been very 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 questionable, and I'm probably only so animated about it because a lot of them have gone against the Bills, you know, my favorite team. But at the same time, you gotta be better. You have to be. You determine the fate of these games sometimes. You know, uh, people were mad about the the pass interference call last week in 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 Los Angeles. Well. You say that if, because the Bills didn't score on that play. They scored on the very next play, I believe. So if you want to say that that pass interference, you know, cost the Rams seven points, well, then I'll tell you that that fan of my T cost the, the Bills seven points. And they, they you know, it was even. <laughs> the the interception that, uh, that, that Josh Allen, quote unquote, threw, and they scored a touchdown uh, a couple plays later by Robert Woods. And they had seven points gifted to them by the refs. So, 
I personally think it was a pass interference there or a holding, at the very least, same result. First down, five yards. Fine. We take the W. I'm cool with that. Talk all you want. I'm not mad. I'm fine. I'll take the W. That is absolutely okay. And we did. Um, And we're looking like one of the better teams in the NFL because of it. You know, people want to discredit it because it's Josh and, you know, nobody wants to give him his flowers or his credit. But I'll take the W. Um, Next week, we have the Tennessee Titans. It, uh... Tennessee had to have their po- their uh, game postponed versus the Steelers last week because this this past weekend because they had a lot of people just break out with COVID. I think it was like eight, nine people or something like that total, or it could be way more. I think it might have been up in their teens. Just a ton of people caught COVID, and um, they had to postpone their game for the Steelers, and it looked like they would have to do something about their game versus us, but. Uh, Maybe not. Um, they they haven't had any new cases in the past two days. Uh, I think that the NFL is thinking about letting them back in their facilities on Wednesday, so tomorrow. And if that's the case, they can get ready for the Buffalo Bills come. Um, I believe we go to them. So, uh, and uh, if not, we have short week to get ready for the Chiefs. Or I'm sorry, we would have a long week because we would have a game off. But we do play the Chiefs Thursday night football. Um but the Bills will be going to Tennessee. And we, we we've seen to have Tennessee's number, honestly. I don't wanna be super duper overly confident about it, but like the last time we played them we beat them uh fourteen to seven, I believe that was that might have been the Tyra days, but it, it could have been uh nope. It was last year. Yeah, we played them last year while they still have Marcus Mariota. So we haven't got to play them yet with their current uh, quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. But we have played Ryan Tannehill a ton um, back when he was in Miami. Derrick Henry, that boy's a bully. He's a beast. He's a dog. He's a problem. Um, So we're going to have to stop him just the same way we did Josh Jacobs today. Did a great job on Josh Jacobs today. Um, and we don't usually do that on, on running backs, <laughs> so it was odd. But we usually are have like a great pass defense. Our pass defense was trash, so it was weird, very very weird. Um, the the Buffalo Bills def- to twenty twenty defense is is like an opposite version of itself from from previous years. But in any case, uh, yeah. In any case, Josh Jacobs only had fifteen rushes for forty eight yards, three point two yards of carry. That's not great. Um. They were down, and they, you know, they'd have to come back or whatever. Um, so maybe that could be the reason they didn't run very much. But well, now that I'm thinking about it, if you look at this Bills offense, they they're making people have to score points for the first time in forever, <laughs> in, in a couple decades. They're making people have to score points. You have to score points if you want to win versus this Bills team this year. And the Titans are very, very, very good at running the ball. Uh, and coming off of running the ball with that big boy back there, Derrick Henry, then you set up play action to you guys like A.J. Brown, that absolute monster. He is an absolute monster. Uh, and not only that, but the the Titans' defense is pretty good. Their secondary is pretty good. Um, I believe they got Yannick Ngagwe, if I'm not mistaken. I, I could be wrong. But um, they're good. You know, their defense is pretty good. They're 3-0. That tells you everything you should know about them. Um, so, should be a great game. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it if it does happen. Um, yeah, it, it honestly, could be game of the week. If I'm thinking correctly, we, we just played the, the Raiders, who were 2-1 and one while we were 3-0. and oh, So, that was a, a really good game. And now, uh, our 4-0 and oh Buffalo Bills take on the 3-0 and oh Titans, who are only 3-0 and oh because they couldn't play last weekend versus 3-0 Steelers. So that game is, is rescheduled. Um, yeah, the, the Titans, fifth in defense. So they are stopping people. They are making teams look bad. 
However, they are 29th in offense. So this should be a good game for our, you know, our, our, our defense to step up and get back on track. We're 21st in defense, which shouldn't be happening. And honestly, I felt like we probably were worse than that. The, the Titans are 29th in offense, 28th in passing, 27th in rushing. Who does that sound like? Well, we were better in rushing, but it sounds like us. Fifth in defense, horrible on offense. This year, fourth on offense, 21st in defense, second in passing. 28th in rushing, but that's not because we don't have a rushing attack. This is because Josh Allen has been balling. You don't need to rush. You got Josh Allen throwing it for 30 yards on a random play. Like, the amount of chunk plays we've been getting this year has been just amazing. Like, when, when has that ever happened before? doesn't it didn't um but anyway we're gonna go ahead and um do a week four recap now let's just take a look at all the games um starting with last night uh we had the atlanta falcons take on the green bay packers aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind he's another mvp candidate up there with josh and, and russ and um but i guess patrick mahomes is in it you know, they, they've been saying. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers, 27-33 for three, 27 and four touchdowns. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. Now, I do want to say that people were saying that when Josh, you know, has great stats, it's only the, the, the Dolphins and only the Jets and only the Raiders. This Atlanta Falcons defense is awful. They are bad. Bad. So... I get, you know, you want to you wanna give Aaron Rodgers credit and, you know, he's the, the wonder king, you know, he's he's the, the main event, you know, he, he he's the ratings booster. You know, people like uh, watching Aaron Rodgers play. They like, you know, seeing him on their TV and, and talking and, and having you talk about him on TV. Um, But if you're going to... If you're going to judge people from, from their schedule and, and, and let that be a deciding factor in how they play, then you need to acknowledge that they played this Falcons defense. The Falcons defense is awful. Just put it simply. Falcons defense is 31st in the NFL. Only team worse than them, I'm pretty sure, is the Cowboys. Because the Cowboys are awful. Two horrible defenses with very talented offenses. Now, we don't have a horrible defense, but we do need to get it together. Um, so, Aaron Rodgers definitely balled out, and I was wrong. Cowboys have the 30th ranked defense, so they're not even worse than the Falcons. So, like I said, just tell you everything you should know. He had a great game. I don't want to take anything away from him, but let's, let's be consistent. Let's be consistent. That's all. That's all. Um, so, great win by the Packers. I don't know if I said the score or not, but it was uh, 30 Green Bay, 16 Atlanta. Great game, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Julio was injured. Calvin Ridley, I don't think, had a catch-all game. Jair Alexander locked that boy up pretty good. Um, next game, Baltimore versus Washington. Uh, not a game I super cared about. I pretty much expected Baltimore to win. Um, Baltimore moves to 3-1. and one. Washington football team moves to 1-3. and three. Second in the NFC East. Oh, my God. They're second in the NFC East with a 1-3 and three score. Or a run through record. Only reason they aren't for, tied for first is because... The Eagles tied a game instead of losing it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, he, uh, Lamar threw for one, 139, 193. Oh, I'm so sorry. Lamar threw for 193. Two touchdowns and a pick. He had seven rushes for 53 yards. Um, not great. Not, not great, but not bad. 
Dwayne Haskins actually threw for 314. So, I don't know. I didn't see the game. I can imagine a lot of that was probably like garbage time. Um, so, I don't know how much I want, stock I want to put into that 314, especially with no touchdowns. But he did have no picks. So, you know, second year, man. Um, maybe give you the benefit of the doubt. We'll see what happens. So, uh, Lamar Jackson, like I said, had an okay game. And uh, good win by the Ravens. They are second place in the AFC North because the Steelers didn't get to play last week. So, they are still 3-0 and undefeated. Uh, the next game we have is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Great game. Great game. Justin Herbert, 20 for 25, 290, three touchdowns and a pick. The pick was bad, but, and I think it was like in, in you know, the, the waning moments of the game where like the game was almost over or something like that. So I think it was kind of like one of those Hail Mary picks or desperation throws. So he had a great game. Tom Brady. Wow. That boy. <laughs> Something special. Something special. Ronald Jones, 20 carries for 111 yards. But Tom Brady was 30 for 46, 369, five TDs. And then that pick. But wow. 369 and five TDs. Play like Josh. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, it was a great game. Tom balled out. Justin Herbert balled out. Tyrod, I love you, but you're not getting your job back. <laughs> it is over. That boy is balling. Something special. Um, and it looks like he has a bright future. It's early, but, yeah, pretty good game, man. So I got to give credit where credit is due. Absolutely. Um, the next game we have is the Seattle Seahawks versus the Miami Dolphins. Seattle beat him 31-23. Let Russ cook. Mr. Russell Wilson was 24-34 of for 360. Two touchdowns and then a pick that he threw in the red zone. If Josh throws a pick in the red zone, then people will not shut up about it. But it's Russ and kind of the same thing with Aaron Rodgers, just how people, you know, like to root for them so they won't really nitpick at you know what what they do like they will josh but i would like you to be consistent that was a red zone pick and it was bad um so that's all i'm saying chris carson also helped a lot 16 carries for 80 yards and two touchdowns chris carson balled out uh fits another 300 yard game but another multiple pick game zero touchdowns two interceptions he had six carries of 47 yards in the touchdown. Um, so he he tried. He tried. Uh, but it was a very good team. Devontae Parker had 10 receptions for 110 yards. Great game. Um, versus a pretty bad Seattle defense. Um, and it was honestly a close game up until, you know, the fourth quarter. It was 12 to 17. Ended up being uh, 23-31. So, um, shout out to the Seattle Seahawks, who are 4-0 as well. They are first in the NFC West, and we do play them later this year. So, should be a good one. Uh, one more game we got. The next game, Houston Texans versus Minnesota Vikings. Houston lost to the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings looked awful this year. Just awful so far. They were 0-3. Although the Texans were also 0-3, they had a schedule that was just brutal. They played the Chiefs. They played the Steelers. Uh, and they, they played one more team. I can't, I can't remember. But they, they played a brutal schedule for the first three games. This was the game where you're supposed to get right, get back on track, get your first W. Uh, and they didn't. They didn't. They ended up losing to another 0-3 Minnesota Vikings. We 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 thought this game could be undefeated for both teams coming in because we were expecting high big things from both these teams. 
Nope. Sean Watson did throw for 300 yards today with two touchdowns and zero picks. So uh, he 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 didn't have a, a bad game, um, not stat-wise at least. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 16-22 for 260 and a touchdown. Dalvin Cook went crazy. 27 carries for 130 and two touchdowns. Five, almost five yards a carry. Amazing. Adam Thielen had eight receptions for 114 yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson, four receptions for 103. So it looks like a lot of uh, the Kirk Cousins, you know, um, passing yards, the 260, 217 came from Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen alone. So um, he clearly is using the targets that are put around him, especially without Stefan Diggs. He finally put up some good numbers today. Finally got the W today. Uh, they do miss Stefan Diggs, by the way. But we won't get into that because he is leading the league in receptions. And I know they are salty about that. Or I'm sorry, he's leading the league in receiving yards, not receptions. I don't care about receptions. He's leading the league in receiving yards. So shout out to Diggs. Absolutely. Next game on the schedule, we have New Orleans Saints versus the Detroit Lions. <sighs> Detroit uh, really should have won, if you ask me. Um, they, they had opportunities. Couldn't capitalize. They're now 1-3. They could be like 3-1, and one, something like that, but they can't find a way to win games. Uh Matthew Stafford was 17 and 31 for 263 touchdowns and a pick. So not a great game. Uh <laughs> Drew Brees <laughs> 19 and 25 for 246, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh Alvin Kamara did go off for 83 yards, a touchdown, 44.4 yards to carry. Uh Latavius Murray had 64 yards, two touchdowns and 4.6 yards to carry. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders had six six catches, 93 yards. Triquan Smith had two touchdowns today. So, uh, shout out to the Saints getting it done. They're now two and two. Uh, they could easily be one and three right now. Maybe even 0 and four, I believe. But I digress. You know, they got the W. That's all that matters. Shout out to the city of New Orleans. Next game on the schedule we got was the battle of the teams who were supposed to be good that aren't very good. The Cowboys and the Browns. Uh, the Cowboys lose 38-49 to to the Browns. And you might say, wow, 49 points. Baker Mayfield wants to win crazy. No, no, he, he didn't. 19 of 30 for 165, two touchdowns, no picks. So that, you know, he, he had a game manager game, pretty good, uh, not anything special. Jarvis Landry threw a touchdown to OBJ for 37 yards. Uh, Dernish Johnson, 13 carries for 95 yards, 3.7.3 yards a carry. Odell had two rushes for 7.3, three yards and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt has 71 yards. Nick Chubbs had 43 yards before he got injured. I think he's gone for the season, actually, unfortunately. But um, the Cleveland Browns today had 300 yards of rushing. Oh. So, not great. Dak. Listen, people are calling Dak a fraud. People are saying, you know, Dak can't lead a team. People are saying this and that about Dak. You can say his, his stats come in garbage time, but man, I don't see any other quarterback putting up these type of garbage time stats. He is first in the league in, in passing yards comfortably. I think he has like 300 yards up on Josh Allen or something like that. He, yesterday, he threw for 502 for four touchdowns and one pick. Uh, but they were losing by 31 points. Or they, I'm sorry, their defense allowed 31 points in the first half. I don't know what you're supposed to do with that. I don't know what you want your quarterback to do. But if your defense can't stop the other team from scoring 31 points in one half, you're not going to win that game. I'm sorry. I'm 31 in the first half? That's ridiculous. 
the Bills. Ravens let the Bills score 28 in the first. Oh, no, that was 21. He scored in the second half. So, and, and that looked like a quote-unquote blowout. So, 31 in the first half is ridiculous. Zeke, 12 carries for 54 yards. I need more, Zeke. Zeke, you, you're supposed to be the best in the business. I need more, man. Mark Cooper, 12 receptions, 134 and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb, 5 receptions, 90, I'm sorry, 79 yards and 2 touchdowns. Dalton Schultz, 4 receptions, 72 yards and a touchdown. Ezekiel Elliott, 8 receptions, 71 yards. Noah Brown, 4 receptions, 43. Dak had the ball going to everybody. Everybody. I'm sorry, I, I can't blame Dak. I can't put it on Dak. I, I'm... I'm looking at what's around him. Dak has been balling. Dak has been balling. And they, they're they going to have to double franchise tag him this year. If not, they're going to have to. I, honestly, if I'm Dak, I don't want to go back to the Cowboys. I don't. I, I would rather go, you know, see what I can do somewhere else. So, this is what it is. Next game. Jaguars, 25. Bengals, 33. Joe Burrow gets his first W of his young career. So, shout-out to Joe Burrow. 300-yard game, one touchdown, one pick. Joe Mixon, 25 carries for 151 and two touchdowns. Go, Joe Mixon. My goodness. Tyler Boyd, seven catches for 90 yards. T. Higgins, four catches for 77 yards for a rookie. Good game. Good game by the a, a young Bengals offense, you know. Um Jaguars defense doesn't seem to be very good, but in any case, you're you 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 got a couple of rookies out there, first round, you know, rookies. So you want to see them perform versus anybody they go up against, you know, whether it's it's tough competition or not. Gardner Minshew threw for three bills, uh three fifty one, two touchdowns and a pick. Not a bad game. Um ton of 300 yards games this year for quarterbacks. James Robinson had 17 rushes for 75 yards. 4.4 carry. DJ Chark had 8 catches, 95 yards, and 2 TDs. The rookie LaVisca Chenault had 5 catches, 86 yards. Uh, this this seemed to be a very entertaining game. Um, I didn't watch it, but yeah, shout out to uh, Joe Burrow for getting his first W of the year. Next up, we got the Arizona Cardinals versus the Carolina Panthers. Not a big fan of the Panthers. I think they were absolutely stupid for letting go Cam Newton, and now you put them, put that person in my division because you wanted to pay Teddy Bridgewater for whatever reason. But <laughs> I digress. Um, Teddy Bridgewater got it done yesterday. Got the W. Uh, threw for 276, two touchdowns and a pick. Mike Davis had 84 yards rushing on 5.3 carrying and a touchdown. Tay Bridgewater also had a rushing touchdown, had 32 yards rushing. Um, Robbie Anderson, former New York Jet, eight receptions, 99 yards. Good, good game by the Panthers' offense. They, you know, they played a very respectable game. They, The Panthers' defense was even better. Look at that. Kyler Murray. This is supposed to be your MVP this year. That's what people were saying. They were saying that, that Kyler Murray was better than, like, Josh Allen. And, like, you know, a lot of other guys. I'm not saying he can't be, but 24 of 31 for 133. That is not going to get it done. I don't care if you threw three touchdowns. I mean, good, you know, for throwing three touchdowns. But 133, you're not going to win games. Not unless you, you just go crazy running, but they didn't even do that. Kyler was their leading rusher with 78 yards. Then next was Kenyon Drake with 35. DeAndre Hopkins had seven receptions for 41 yards, and um, I believe him and Stephon Diggs, oh no, DK Metcalf and Stephon Diggs are leading the league in receiving yards. But... This offense, you know, Cliff Kingsbury is supposed to be, you know, some kind of genius, and you can't get it done versus the Carolina Panthers defense? <sighs> Just, you know, not a great look. Not a great look. Um, 
Cardinals move to two and two. So do the Panthers. I was expecting the Cardinals to be a lot better, but I'm not scared. I like we play them later in the year, and I was like kind of terrified, but I'm not scared anymore. Honestly, I I think we can handle those guys. Uh, it'll be a great great matchup between Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. Though that 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 will be very entertaining. Um, next game we got the Rams versus the Giants. Um, well, we won't have time to get to it. Uh, but thank you for listening to the Bills podcast. Thank you.